Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the block, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast, the Penrith Panthers, they've been celebrating for almost 48 odd hours now, uh, there's been a lot of headlines that have come off the back of it, uh, obviously, and I uh, thought I'd just have my say on a few little bits and pieces uh, from it, and look, I, I know that people, you know, I'm obviously in a little bit of a different boat, because I don't support a team, uh, what the Panthers do doesn't really offend me all that much, because uh, it's not really against my team or anything, so I don't know, maybe I am looking at it a little bit differently, but... I do see the vast majority of what they've done as just banter, to be completely honest with you. Maybe they are a little bit arrogant, but, you know, you have to be a little bit arrogant to be successful, in my opinion. Uh, Have they taken it a little bit too far at times? I think they have, and I'll talk about those times, and I think it has been taken too far. But for the vast majority of it, I mean, uh, I don't know, like the... All the daddy stuff, personally, I think it's hilarious. Uh, I think it's good banter. I think that it will, you know, I I had a lot of Parramatta fans that messaged me and sent it to me and sort of said, oh, how can they do this, they're this, they're that. And it's like, well, I mean, they won, so they can do whatever the fuck they want. And it's not like this team doesn't back this stuff up either. Like, if they were just running their mouth without backing anything up, I mean, okay, you're you're a fuckwit then. But, I mean, they're backing it up year in, year out at the moment. And granted, it's only been two years, but, I mean, what are they, the third team in 30, 40 years to be able to do that? So, I mean, it's not like they're not backing it up. That's the other side of it that I look at. And if they're able to do this stuff, that's what gets this team up, which, you know, seemingly it is. They've sort of run their mouth the entire time. They've carried on a little bit. They, They seem to love setting that challenge for themselves and then backing it up. So... I mean, I don't have a huge problem with the vast majority of the banter. Um, James Fisher-Harris, I didn't have a huge problem with realistically anything he said until uh, he said that they were the greatest Panthers team of all time. And um, statistically, they might be. I'm actually going to run the numbers this afternoon, hopefully for you guys, if I've got the time, uh, to compare the four premiership-winning sides of the Panthers and see where they rank. It is obviously impossible to compare uh, teams from different eras, but it will be interesting to see statistically uh, how those two 
two teams, how those four teams rank side uh, along each other, especially the back-to-back team, obviously. So we'll see if there is a bit of substance behind what Fisher-Harris said. And look, I think there is a world where Fisher-Harris is 100% correct. I think there's a good chance they are probably the best team, but... So they should be. Uh, there's been 20 years of rugby league advancements, technology, sports science, everything since uh, the 2003 side won. And there's been another, what is it, 40-odd years since, 30-odd years, whatever it might be, since uh, the 91 Panthers won there. So I just, I don't know if it had to be said, to be perfectly honest with you. I think it's a bit of a cop-out to uh, former champions and whatnot. But uh, once again, I mean, <laughs> there's an argument to say, is he wrong? I don't know if he is realistically, but it's hard to compare those eras, and I just thought that was probably a little bit unnecessary. Things about Parramatta, look, I didn't really have a problem with it. And as I said to a couple of Parramatta fans that messaged me getting upset about it, I mean, it just builds a rivalry, and the vast majority of them said back to me, oh, there already is a rivalry, it doesn't need this. And I'm like, okay, if it doesn't need this, why are you talking about it? Yeah, if it doesn't need this, you know, you wouldn't be getting upset about it, you wouldn't be getting emotional about it. For me, probably once again, I am a little bit biased because I don't have a team and I'm a content creator. For me, I look at this the next time they play and go, fuck, there is going to be absolute fireworks as there was when, you know, they had this rivalry with the Melbourne Storm, with South Sydney, little things that went on in the celebrations there as well that just build it up for the next game. At the end of the day, we are in the entertainment business, um, and I think it's incredibly entertaining. And I hope the Paramount Eels, I hope they see it all. I hope they take it all in. I hope they save every fucking video of this sort of stuff. And I hope that next year when they play them, they put it on repeat that week and they come out and get their revenge because that's what right, right Rugby League's about. And I think that's what... This Panthers side, I mean, they give it, but then they also respond to it as well and they back it up. And hopefully Parramatta, they can take it all on board. Their players can see it all, experience it all, get fucking pissed off over it all, which they should, and then hopefully bounce back next year and really give it to the Penrith Panthers, which I think would be unreal to see. So as far as the banter and everything goes, I don't have a huge issue with it, but I can understand why other people do. Do not get me wrong. I can understand why you want your winners to be gracious, to be humble, and all of those things, but I do think the game is changing. Every year we get closer and closer to an Americanized version of um, rugby league. For example, uh, you know, if you would have gone back, you know, 30 years ago and, you know, the team that won it would have had, you know, ski masks on and all that, you would have sort of gone, what the hell are these idiots doing? I mean, that's what the Melbourne Storm did in 2020, you know, so it's not like, it's not like the Panthers, they might take it to the furthest level than all these other teams, but it's not like other teams aren't changing as well the way they celebrate and everything like that, but there is no doubt about it whatsoever. The Panthers, they do take it to that next step and it probably does push the envelope a little bit. Now, as I said, I had a little bit of an issue with James Fisher-Harris declaring them as the greatest Panthers side of all time. Um, You know, stats might back it up. I'm not sure. I think they will. But I still just think it's not something that you need to say. You're a franchise. You're a club. Um, You know, all those premierships, I don't think players should be ranking them on the beers and saying they're the best of them. I just don't think that's how a club should probably operate. That's just my opinion. The one that I had a problem with was the Appy Curacao comments, though. And uh, I'm a huge Appy fan, as you guys know. I've praised him for the last last few years. I've praised the Tigers for getting their paws on him as well. I think it's a sensational get that hopefully can turn that franchise around. But for Appy to come and say that on the stage when, the, you know, it's, and I mean, he's saying it to the Penrith fans, but I mean, you would have to be pretty fucking thick to not realise that nowadays there are cameras everywhere. Everything you say is going to be on social media. It's going to be seen by every single person. And you know what? There's the excuse, and I spoke about it on the live last night, where if you're going to fill these blokes with, you know, 14 hours of grog and whatever else they're putting into their system, then put cameras in front of them, you're going to cause yourself a little bit of trouble. But I think in Appy's situation, I think he has 
has to rise above that a little bit. I think it was pretty evident, like, throughout the celebrations. I saw it two or three times, you know, when he was having, you know, live videos with his rings and everything, holding his three rings that, you know, his teammates were sort of saying to him, oh, you know, that'll be the last time you won't get them at the Tigers. And, you know, what? I don't really have a problem with... Um, other players saying it to Appy, that's banter. That that's just good chat, in my opinion. Uh, I've got no issue with that whatsoever, and I don't know if you know. I'm sure it wouldn't make Tigers fans uh, happy, but I, I don't think it also should really pull at too many heartstrings for you that other players are talking shit about your club. I I, I don't know. I, I just don't think that would overly uh, matter to me. But the fact that Appy he sort of backed it up, and you know, granted, it was after you know. F- 14-odd hours or whatever it was of beers and a lot of the other players probably saying it to him. I remember they all gave Kikau a lot of shit uh, at their celebration last year and they came back to Penrith a couple of days before the Canterbury Bulldogs. The photo had leaked of him joining the Bulldogs and I remember they were, they were giving him a bit of stick that day and whatnot as mates do to each other. But I just thought Appy... Um, I think he just has to be better than that in that moment. I thought that was pretty poor considering he is joining that club uh, next season, realistically, in a couple of weeks. And he is going to be, you know, their most important player next year. Appy is going to walk in there day one and be their most important player. And for him to sort of take the piss out of the club and what they're trying to achieve, personally, if I was one of the West Tigers players, I would be fucking filthy at that. I would be livid. I could not believe um, that that was what Appy said. And as I said, I'm a huge Appy fan. I've praised him for years, as you guys know. But no matter how much I like guys, I think when they do step out of line and they do fuck up, you got to call it as it is. And unfortunately, I think Appy has taken a massive miss here. I think it is very, very poor. And if I was a West Tigers player with him coming into camp next year, day one, I'd, and if he, I would hope that Appy comes out with a big apology. I really would. And you know what? I'm not sure if an apology really, you know, stops the damage or if it if it undoes it at all. I mean, he still said it. He still, you know, he still giggled about it after. It was pretty shit form. Maybe he thought it wasn't going to get out. If he did, respectfully to Appy, that's incredibly fucking stupid in 2022. How on earth he thought that wouldn't get out. It wouldn't get back to the West Tigers. Just, it blows me away. It's just crazy. Uh, so, yeah, I'm pretty disappointed in Appy in this moment. I think if I was the West Tigers' current playing group, I mean, I look at guys like Jackson Hastings, Adam Dewey, Joe Offengawi, who absolutely worked their dick off this year for that club to try and make them successful. And then their star signing, who they're so excited to play with, is giggling, saying that he wouldn't be able to do it at the West Tigers. I mean, I, I just think it's fucking shithouse, personally. I I would be devastated. And if I'm Tim Sheens, I'd be devastated as well. you got to remember Tim Sheens, the last time he was head coach or when he was head coach, they took, you know, the 2005 West Tigers side that was probably in as much of a bad position as this current Tigers side is right now, took them all the way to a premiership in 2005. And, you know, that takes a lot of belief. It takes a lot of people buying into what you're selling as a coach. And, for Appy, the star signing, the guy that's meant to turn it all around to before he even gets there to kind of shit can that belief, I think it's fucking bang average form. Very, very poor from Appy. I hope there's an apology at absolute minimum. I have no doubt that Pappy's gonna that Appy's going to do his very, very best once he gets there and try his heart out. No doubt about that. But I think Appy, I think over the next couple of days, he'll reflect on that and I think he'll realize that he's dropped the ball pretty hard here. How do the Tigers respond to it? Well... I mean, at the end of the day, I don't know if they can afford not to bring Appy to the club. So, unfortunately, the Tigers, they kind of find themselves in a position 
where I think they sort of just have to wear it. What are they going to do? Are they going to tell Appy not to come to the club? They desperately need him. There's no doubt about that. They're not going to find a better player than Appy at this time of the year, in my opinion. There's been you know whispers of Mitch Moses and Cameron Munster. I don't think they're a hope in hell to get any of those guys. I think they've done incredibly well to get Appy, and I don't think they're going to get a better guy than Appy. And to bring a spine player that's won two premierships in a row, I mean, I don't know if there's anyone that you would rather more. As of 48 hours ago, now... I mean, there's a couple of question marks over Appy, and it, it really does question the culture of the West Tigers. You know I mean, they haven't come out and made a statement yet, which doesn't surprise me. I mean, it, the moment they come out and talk about it, it's back in the it's back in the media, it's back in the news, it's going to be spoken about even more. So I don't know how they deal with this situation. I don't know what they do, and it's just not fair on the West Tigers. They've been out of this competition for, what is it, five weeks now? I mean, the Panthers win a grand final, and... All of a sudden, the West Tigers still get a drive-by. How the fuck has that possibly happened? There's a guy there that is committed to represent that club, to wear that jersey next year and to wear it with pride. And in his celebrations of what his team has achieved, he takes a cheap shot at them. I mean, and that's out of the control of the West Tigers as well. I mean, they're obviously doing their very best to rebuild you know, their franchise and rebuild the pride in their club and in their jersey. And then the star signing, who's a big part of that rebuild, absolutely shits all over it. I mean, you know, it just makes the West Tigers, you know, once again, a, a bit of a laughing stock. Would this happen to the Melbourne Storm? Would this happen to the Roosters? I don't think so. If this was going to happen to any club, I mean, it probably would have been the West Tigers. And they're trying to build their way out of this. They're trying to change the club. And this sort of stuff just hurts them even more. I don't understand how they haven't played a game of football in a month. They've, you know, they've just been going about their offseason and whatever. And then the Panthers win the comp. And then all of a sudden we have the star signing come out with a little drive-by on them. It just... I don't know. I really do hope that Appy w- wakes up over the next few days and realizes, "Fuck, that was shit form. I've got to be better than that." I think there should be a big apology to you know every single West Tigers player, the coaching staff, everyone on the board there. And then I also think Appy should probably come out on his social media and apologize to the fans and admit that it is shit form and that he's willing to turn it around. And he's got to probably accept that. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. It's going to take a while till fans, till the West Tigers fans probably accept that apology. I don't know if as soon as he apologizes, in my mind, I'm not going to be like, oh, okay, it's all sweet, then it's all done. I mean, he still went through with the act. He's now got to prove it with his actions over the next few months that uh, he genuinely is sorry and he wants to be a part of this West Tigers club because if he doesn't, um, I mean, don't go there. I mean, it's as simple as that. I mean, if he doesn't want to be there, I don't know if the West Tigers should take him there. And, you know, seemingly he does want to be there. He's spoken about it on the Matty Johns show and everything. And it's all been positive up until this moment. But, fuck, it's hard to undo what Appy said the other day. Um, pretty de- pre- pretty disappointing. Uh, I'm a huge Appy fan. I love him. I think he's a tremendous signing. I think that he is too much of a good player for the Tigers not to just wear this and move on and try and make the best out of it. But it is very, very disappointing for a franchise to have to deal with this when realistically they have done literally nothing wrong. They've just been attacked from the side, from blind, for really no apparent reason. I just don't think it's fair on the West Tigers. Yeah. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.